Hey, what's up guys? It's Zach Neal. Hope everyone is well. I know it's been uh, quite a while, about a month, maybe a little longer since I have put up a new podcast. And the reason why is because I needed a fucking break. (laughs) I've put out 73 episodes of this podcast, 73 episodes of giving and giving and giving and giving. And um, I feel like I kind of just gave to the point where I didn't have a lot left uh, not enough gas in the tank to run my life and my businesses and give because it's not just the podcast. It's the follow-up questions and the people that I'm helping and talking to in, in real life because of the podcast, the people that are hitting me up and sending me messages and that I'm taking time out to help and to, to speak with. Um, you know, sometimes it just gets that uh, you need to recharge your battery. So anyway, so I'm back And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what they used to call burnout. I just call it being overwhelmed, uh, low on battery. You need to recharge. And how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you manage that in your, your life, whether it be because of work or personal shit, when you just get overwhelmed, I'm going to show you some good tricks on how to decompress and get your shit back together so you can win. Let's talk about it now. So there's something about burnout, right? When I was a kid growing up, that's what people used to call it. They used to call it burnout. And that's, I still think that's a good name for it. Um, You know, they, people have gone back and forth and changed, you know, what they call that or being overwhelmed or your batteries are depleted or you have anxiety or depression or, you know, there's a lot of different names and terms for these emotional distresses that we all go through. Um, but let's just stick with burnout because to me what burnout is is when your cup is just over full of problems or stress. You know, it's an over accumulation of stress in your life to the point where you just can't really do anymore and you keep trying to do more and then what happens is you get overwhelmed and then you get depressed and you get anxious and all of these negative emotions swallow you. This is a normal part of being alive. I can't say that this is a normal part of being in business or being an entrepreneur or any of that kind of shit because people deal with this at all levels of life, even people with just normal nine to five jobs or dealing with family shit. And the weird thing about burnout is you don't really know that you're having it when you're in it. For people outside of you, they can figure out that something's going on with you. And a lot of times it's like you look sad or you look depressed or you okay, you haven't been yourself. You know, you get a lot of that kind of stuff. And A lot of times what is really just classic burnout gets misdiagnosed as something else. And I'll give you a great example of that. I had a friend that um, had no history of mental illness um, in his life at all, had no history of depression or anxiety or any that was never medicated on antidepressants, took no type of medication at all. And all of a sudden in his early to mid 30s, started becoming a little, you know, I mean, this was quick. You're talking about something that came on over the course of a couple weeks. And within, you know, two months later was in a doctor's office and was told that he was bipolar or manic depressive, was given a regimen of medications, uh, you know, antidepressants, anti-anxieties, all these different things, like a whole life change. And it was really weird to him because he was thinking like, how do I all of a sudden have this? Like, I've never had this my whole life. I've been on this planet like 34 years 
have never dealt with anything like this and then all of a sudden and a long story short i'm not gonna i'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist i'm not gonna try to get into the psychology of this i'm just gonna say that it was absolutely a misdiagnosis and what he was actually dealing with and what a lot of people are actually dealing with especially when you have symptoms like this like depression and anxiety come on seemingly out of nowhere without a major focus point that caused it like you didn't have a death in the family or have some major divorce or a major traumatic event that crept up on you and made you um you know brought these symptoms on instead it just kind of seemed to come out of nowhere a lot of times and i'm not saying every time but a lot of times that's a classic case of burnout coming on and in his case it was just a culmination of too much work and job stress and too many responsibilities and here's the key not doing enough for himself not getting downtime that's so important like fucking downtime is like you know if you're into weightlifting you do not heavy lift every single day and not give yourself days off you lift you give yourself a day of rest etc etc this is the same way with your brain and your spirit and your body like it all works the same way You've got to give yourself downtime and you've got to do things that are healthy for your mind. It's one thing to eat a healthy diet or to practice good rituals with your physical body, but your mind, your brain is just another organ, another part of your being, your body that needs the same type of respite and relaxation. And so, um, in a long story short, he went through this period where he all of a sudden became depressed and withdrawn and anxious and just stopped caring, didn't care about going to work, didn't, and this came on. It, it was almost as if he was dealing with a breakup or a death or something, but there was no singular cause of this behavior. And I, I went through it with him and I helped him break it down. And it turned out, um, and right away I was like, dude, you just have, you're just burned out. You have so much stress you're dealing with at work. You've got all this shit going on in your life. And when's the last time that you did anything fun? When's the last time that you took a day off? When's the last time that you, not a day off from work, a day off from everything where you could go be a person and do the things that you enjoy when's the last time you got more than six hours of sleep are you eating good wholesome food are you exercising are you getting enough fresh air i mean as i would go through these these lists of things the answers were like no 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 to everything and it was just he was living in just constant stress and problems and job shit to the point where it just fucking burned him out and then but to him this was coming on for months maybe a year or more, you don't realize it when you're in it. When you're in it, you don't realize you're getting burned out because you're focused, eyes on the prize. You know you've got to get your shit done. You've got to get the kids from school. You've got to get back to work. You've got to make your next goal, your next deadline. You know, you, a lot's weighing on your shoulders and you just keep moving and you don't realize that you're burning out, that your legs are literally buckling beneath you and you haven't taken time to appreciate that and give yourself a rest. So, Let's talk about that being kind of the intro to what burnout is. And so burnout is when you just, you need a rest. You're too much. Like when you're a little kid and you haven't had your nap, you're overtired and you start to get cranky. Well, keep depriving yourself of sleep and cranky turns into downright mean. Keep depriving yourself of sleep and cranky turns into sick. Actual physical symptoms. And that's the same thing that happens with burnout. First, it's tired, lethargy, maybe some depression, some anxiety, getting withdrawn, Start you stop caring. Then maybe real physical symptoms come on migraine migraines or a weakened immune system or you start to get sick more often or etc etc these are all real these are all real shit real things that people deal with so in this next segment 
we've kind of established what burnout is. Let's talk about how you know when it's time to take a rest and what proper rest really means and how it's going to bring you back to your A game. And then I'll share a little something personal about my own dealings with burnout and that I've dealt with it recently, which is part of the reason why I haven't been on this podcast in, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks. And uh, let's get into it. The problems are mounting. They're all around you. Every single time your phone rings or your text message goes off or you open your social media, it just seems like it's some other bullshit, nonsense, hassle that you don't want to deal with. Problems at work, problems in your business, problems in your personal life, someone not cooperating, someone giving you a hard time, someone talking bad about you behind your back, someone creating drama and stress in your life. And you ever have one of those days where it's just everything one after the other after the other? You ever have a week like that or a month like that? Or do you just get to the point where you just don't fucking care anymore? When you start to feel like that, there's a very good chance that you are on the verge of burnout. They used to believe that burnout was this big, long fucking process. And once you burned out, you might not ever come back. It's all bullshit. Your body, your mind, your soul, just like every other thing that has to relate to your physical body, there's a recovery process for everything. Sometimes you get the flu. And you're fucking sick for 10 days. And you might want to get up after four and you're so sick of laying in bed and you can't deal with it anymore. But the reality is you're going to rest for 10 days. But after that 10 days, your body's going to be well again. And you're going to be able to get back to business as normal. It's the same thing with this. So don't believe any of the old guard that says, oh, if you're burned out, you're fucked. You know, take no, 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 no. This is like your brain getting a cold, your emotions getting the flu. You need to take some time. And it's important to actually take the time because if you don't, you're just masking your symptoms. You're putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. You're not getting well. You're taking two days of antibiotics when you're supposed to take 10. You have to get the rest because otherwise you're just going to have a few a few days back and you're going to start to feel it again. But if you start to feel what I described, that overwhelmed feeling or just like, or really just the, the like lethargy, I don't give a fuck. I'm done. I don't care anymore. Good chance you're dealing with that. So you get overwhelmed. So how do you counteract it? Honestly, It's a lot easier than a lot of people think. But before I get into how you're going to fix this, how you're going to actually feel way better, I I fucking guarantee it. I'm not selling you anything, so I have nothing to gain by you listening to this advice other than I'm I'm helping you. So believe me when I say, if you want to feel better, I'm going to tell you how you actually can feel better and pretty quickly. But first, let me tell you my personal experience with it. So I've dealt with it dozens of times throughout my life. I take on a lot of things at once. Sometimes I'm taking on four or five business projects at the same time. Like I was opening two new businesses while starting a film production company, while finishing the deal for my own television show through someone else's company, while writing a book, raising two kids, and commuting over 100 miles a day. That was what this past winter, spring, and summer was like for me. I was opening Cake Shake, which was my new plant-based ice cream and milkshake and sweet shop, you know, because I became a vegan and I wanted to do a plant-based vegan ice cream place that was just as good, taste, creamy, the whole nine yards as any traditional dairy spot. And as you would imagine, it's pretty difficult to make ice cream out of plants and make it taste just as good as 
fucking anything else on the market that's that's regular dairy and be creamy and smooth and then I needed a location and a spot and I wanted to open in New York City and Los Angeles and so a lot of planning and a lot of money and a lot of shit goes into opening a new business. So I was doing that while simultaneously I was writing a book for six months of the year. I was writing a book, my first book. I was launching a television production company or just a content production company really I don't want to call it television because we're producing content for web for networks for you name it we're trying to produce it and at the same time I had signed with another production company myself we signed with STX Entertainment a year ago to make a show about my company and what I do and so that was becoming a real serious thing we're filming and putting together sizzles and pilots and different things um, so I'm, I'm launching all that at the same time while helping one of my business partners launch her makeup brand. And I was a heavy investor, a first and heavy investor in a new makeup line. So I'm working on that. I'm raising two kids. I'm commuting between California, Pennsylvania, and New York on like a weekly basis. Crazy. I think I'm fucking Iron Man. Like I'm unstoppable. I love to work. I love to fucking win. I'm so fucking competitive that it's like insane. So I love the challenge. I love beating myself more than I love competing against you. I love beating myself. So I love the challenge of pushing my limits. So to me, I just think like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And I don't feel it. And then all of a sudden, oh, and of course, during all this, I'm podcasting. I put out 73 episodes of the podcast in the first, you know, eight months that I had the podcast. So I'm podcasting every day and I'm giving all of this content And I feel like I'm reaching into a piece of my soul and giving it to you guys. I'm telling you my stories. I'm giving you my heartfelt advice. I'm giving you like what I have to offer as a human being is my experience and my advice and my guidance. So I'm I'm reaching into a place deep within myself to make sure that it's honest and that it's real and that the shit that I'm telling you doesn't just work in theory. It fucking works in practice and that I'm giving you solid advice. And so in and around all that, I just started to get overwhelmed, but I didn't realize that I was getting overwhelmed. Other people had, the people that I worked the closest with were asking me if I was okay. What's up with you? You're being a dick. That was like the first sign. Like, oh, you're being a dick today. I'm kind of being a little short tempered with the people around me. I'm getting short. I don't have time to explain myself. I don't want to give people answers that are more than a few words. Like I'm getting frustrated with them for not moving as fast as I move tired tired all the fucking time because I don't sleep I work 18 20 hours a day and I just sleep a few hours and start all over again worn out run down and then what happened was about five or six weeks ago it was time for me to do a whole bunch of shit on my calendar I had this whole list of shit that I needed to do and um one of those things was put up a new podcast I'm trying to think of something to talk about because I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck to talk about. I just gave these guys a three-part marketing series that is like marketing for dummies. Like if you follow what I gave you in that series, you'll be a fucking marketing wizard. I don't know what else I can give. Like I don't have anything to talk about. I had a ton of social media work that I was supposed to do and I'm supposed to be keeping up on all of my businesses, social media and Instagram stories and Snapchat and Twitter and Facebook. And I'm supposed to be running errands back. And I just said, you know what? No. Nope, I know what this is. I'm burned out because I I just stopped caring. In that moment, I said, you know, I don't give a fuck if a podcast goes up. I don't give a fuck if somebody's disappointed. I don't give a fuck if social media gets updated. So I did, that's my story, this most recent time. So I did the one thing that is the first step that you must take to cure this, which is I just dropped it all and walked away from it for a while. Not giving up, 
not quitting or retreating just for a little bit and not just for a little bit like I put a timestamp on it like oh I'll go back to it in three days I said I'm not gonna podcast again until I want to podcast again I'm not gonna post on social media unless I want to if it's heartfelt and genuine I'm not gonna post just because I need to keep my following up or arbitrary bullshit I'm gonna turn all the business social accounts over to my assistant Jess who has been dealing with them for a long time anyway and is really the person that you get if you're you know you're talking to one of my businesses whether it be Beetle House or any of the other properties you're really talking to Jessica or or someone else on our team that is dealing with social media but I I do get personally involved in a lot of the posts as far as what I want to put out or the content or how it looks or what we're talking about and so I just said fuck it I'm done with this shit and I'm not doing it again until I want to right now I know that that's not practical for somebody who has a regular job to walk away from work. So I didn't walk away from work. It's not like I took a vacation for six weeks. I walked away from things that were not necessary that were playing a role in stressing me out. And I knew that a good indicator of when I was feeling better would be when I started to want to do those things again. So let's wrap up this segment and get into the next part. All right, I've drug it out long enough. Here's how you feel better. Here's the here's the cure quotations, all right? So first thing I did was I dropped all the shit from my life that wasn't mandatory. I have to work. I have to pay bills like everybody else. I have to support a family. I have to uh, keep my 125 employees employed, right? I have all the shit that I'm responsible for. So I can't just go being a fucking flake and wandering off the reservation into the woods and not showing up to work because my companies are still very dependent on my involvement. I am absolutely trying to build myself into a place where I no longer am necessary for my companies to function because that's that's the goal with any business. If you want to do it right, build yourself out of it. But I am not in that position yet. I am still very much necessary in many regards, a lot of my businesses. I, my involvement is, is paramount. So I didn't flake and... and abandon my team or my company or do anything that would hurt my bottom line financially or in any other way. What I did was I walked away from the shit that wasn't mandatory, that wasn't going to sink my businesses, especially in some arbitrary amount of time, like two weeks or two months. And I just fucking stopped doing those things. So podcasting was one of the things that I stopped updating my social media, right? I would if I felt like it, but that's the, that's the deal that I made with myself. And this is what you should do with yourself as well. The deal you make with yourself is I'm only going to outside of the mandatory shit that I have to do to support and be cool with, uh, you know, the people that rely on me. I'm only going to do shit that I want to do. So if I feel like posting on Instagram or if I feel like going on my business profiles and sharing some content or something, I will. If I feel like podcasting, if I feel like I have something to say and I want to share something, I will. So I cut those things. I cut the podcast. I cut vlogs. I cut IGTV. I cut YouTube. I cut Snapchat. I cut the whole social media spectrum gone out of my fucking life. No longer a part of my day-to-day existence. The next thing I cut was communication and contact with people. No offense to anybody uh, that might be listening that I work with or didn't get a call from me for a while, but people that are not paramount to my daily functionality break that down real simple for people who don't matter to my bottom line to like supporting my businesses and my company 
to people who aren't bringing necessarily a, a steady stream of joy or positivity into my life. We're talking about the time wasters or the people that want to text you and dump a bunch of problems on you. I cut communication. I told my assistant, from now on, everybody that wants my time other than my immediate family has to make an appointment. Nobody has access to me through text message anymore. Nobody can just contact me. I'm not going to respond to those people. Some of them are clients. Some of them are friends. Some of them are business associates. It's not that I've lost love for these people. It's not that I don't love them every bit as much as I did the week before. It's that their role in my life at that time is overwhelming to me or they're, they're high stress or high, uh, high need people. These are people that suck a lot of octane out of you. They need a lot of gas. Or these are people that have problems that are just not... You know, it's like if you break your life down to what's really important, these are people that are not bringing you issues that you need to be dealing with. And so everyone I said goes through my assistant. From here on out, that's it. I am no longer. So I broke down. I got rid of the podcast. I got rid of social media. I got rid of my communication with people that were not paramount to my fundamental existence on this planet and the basic functionality, like the bottom line, the mandatory functionality of my companies. I limited all communication outside of those people. Now, there was a bunch of other things that I cut as well. Arbitrary meetings and phone calls, follow-up meetings, marketing meetings, things that I would normally participate in, weekly calls with my management teams on the West Coast. I cut all of that shit because I have good people. I, I have fucking great people that work for me. I have great managers great people doing a good job and that these people have to be able to function without having a weekly call with me or a marketing call or a sales call every week. They've got to be able to function for a few weeks on their own. Otherwise, they're not as good as I think they are. They need to be able to sink or swim, right? So I cut all of that shit out of my life as well. Anything that like, just to break it down, anything that wasn't fucking necessary and mandatory for the functionality of my basic needs, which is supporting my my kids and my companies and my 125 employees. Anything that didn't fit in that box that wasn't mandatory got scratched. Now you could imagine how much time that freed up for me. Getting all that shit out of my life that I was spending hours a day on and that allowed me to go let my mind wander into the things that I wanted to do, that I wanted to work on. So I did a bunch of shit. I restarted doing something that had been a big part of my life that had fallen off, which was meditation. I started meditating, simple, 30 minutes a day. I was doing it at night before bed so that I could get really restful sleep and actually wake up feeling like I slept and feeling good. So I do guided meditation, deep breathing meditation. I do a bunch of different things, but for me, that was a big part of it. So I brought meditation back and I kicked it up a notch. I'm doing candlelight, fireside meditation, naked meditation, yoga, Right, I brought some things that were good for balance, personal health, mental health back into my life, and I started bringing those things back in. I did something else that has nothing to do with medication or mental health. It's just something that I had totally started ignoring a long time ago, and very briefly, I started watching television. By television, I mean Netflix. Let me tell you, over the last six weeks, instead of podcasting and all this other shit, I have been binge-watching Netflix like hours a night. I've been watching, I watched Luke Cage. I watched The Haunting of Hill House. I watched Daredevil. I watched Supernatural, shows I've never even heard of that some of these shows have like 16 seasons. I never even heard of it. I just let my brain turn off 
and decided to be entertained by a TV screen for two or three or four hours a night. And then I would go meditate and eat something great and feel very full. And I also, you know, guys, a lot of you guys know I have a pretty strict diet. I I eat a vegan diet now and I try to eat a whole food plant-based diet of organic. So, you know, it's hard for me to fucking eat anywhere. Let's put it that way. Unless I can cook, it's hard for me to eat anywhere. So I scrapped a lot of that. I didn't eat meat. I didn't go back to eating a non-vegan diet. I just scrapped a lot of the really disciplined things that were making my life hard. And I allowed myself to indulge a little bit. So I drank alcohol. Absolutely. Having cocktails on the reg. Um, eating sweets, pies, tarts, going to my own ice cream shop as a patron, just stopping by and having ice cream. I don't eat a lot of sweets and things like that. So I just decided whatever I feel like eating, I'm going to eat it. So if I want a piece of pie, I'm going to have a piece of pie. If I want a donut, I'm going to have a donut. And I'm not going to check labels to see if this contains vitamin D3 or if there's any animal derived products in it. As long as it's not meat or specifically dairy, I'm just going to eat what I want to eat and not think and not stress myself out and burn myself further. And I found myself having some sweets, cravings, eating chocolate, eating different things and um, feeling really good about it, actually feeling great about it because it felt like I was on vacation, even though I'm still, mind you, during this whole time, I'm still working 16, 18 hours a day. The difference is, is what I'm doing with my downtime. With my downtime, I used to just extend my workday instead of, you know, being a person and having downtime, I would just extend my workday. I'd spend two or three hours with my kids after school help them with their homework, take them for a walk, then immediately come home, jump on two conference calls, get on the computer, do two hours of emails, go podcast, go vlog, update the socials. Like I'd be crazy with all this shit. I cut all of that out. So for the sake of this podcast, not being like an hour long, let me run you through. Like I said, I was going to give you the cure. I'm giving it to you. So everything I've just talked about, I cut all the bullshit out of my life that wasn't necessary right then. Again, not cutting things forever, just cutting them until you feel like doing them again. And by the way, if you don't ever feel like doing them again, then they shouldn't be a part of your life. If you hate what you're doing or or it's not something that you're interested in, stop doing it and find something else to do that you are interested in. Um, So long story short, cut that stuff out and started replacing it with things that I felt like doing. Old relaxation tools and good healthy things that I had forgotten about. So one, I brought exercise back in. I brought it back in in different forms though. I've tried a lot of different stuff. I started renting bikes in New York City and riding my bike around the city. Uh, I brought some yoga back in. I brought deep breathing and meditation back in. I brought, instead of like remedial weight training or uncomfortable cardio, I brought back outdoor running and hiking. Going for hikes with my kids, two, three, simple, two, three mile hikes, woods trails around our neighborhood, watching the fall leaves change, getting a bunch of fresh air. I even decided that I would chop some wood so that we could have uh, fires, you know, wood fires in my home. We have a bunch of fireplaces and wood burning stoves that we never really use. And I thought it'd be nice to, I have a bunch of dead trees laying in the woods around my house. I got a chainsaw. I cut the wood up. I did some relaxation by chopping wood, hand splitting with an ax, cut the logs with the chainsaw, split them with an ax, pile the wood up, bring it inside, make a fire. I cooked for people. I made food for people just for fun. I had people over to my house and I cooked things and I threw a Halloween party for my kids and took a whole day off of work, like something I never do. Stayed home from work for a day to clean and prepare my house and set up Halloween decorations for my kids to have all their little friends from school over to have a Halloween party. Handmade costumes for my children and did their makeup so that they could be characters from the Beetlejuice movies. 
things that I normally don't get to participate in or have time for, I made those things a priority. And in and around that, I made sure that I was taking in enough nutrition, vitamins, nutrients, herbal teas, vitamin supplements, healthy plant-based shakes, getting exercise, but not making like a fucking big deal out of it, not making it like a regimented military disciplined thing that like I have, oh, now I've got to go take my shake and then run two miles. It wasn't like that. It was like, I would love to take a hike with my kids and then I'll make a shake. I got some fresh blueberries, some bananas. I'll use some almond butter, throw it in there, blend it up, have a nice shake. I'll make a fresh salad with some fresh lettuce, you know, and all that kind of stuff that, you know, fresh garden vegetables and root vegetables and enjoying the food that I was eating, still eating healthy things. So, and then sleep and sleep is such a big thing. I started allowing myself to actually go to bed when I'm tired rather than going to bed when the responsibilities of the day are done. I was finding that I would be exhausted at eight or nine o'clock at night and I I would never in my life let myself go to sleep at that time because I need to be awake when it's midnight on the West Coast, which means I need to be awake at 3 a.m. when things are closing out and some of my businesses on the West Coast, I have to do accounting and settlement sheets and be available if there's any questions or issues. And my businesses in New York, like they close between 11 o'clock at night and two o'clock in the morning. So I have to be up for that. And a lot of times I'm there and So I'd say, you know what, if I'm not physically on site at one of my businesses and I'm like in my office or at home or in a hotel room and I'm tired at nine o'clock, I'm just going to fucking go to sleep because why not? So I found myself falling asleep at nine o'clock and waking up at like four or five a.m. wide awake, which is a little crazy early to be up. But the point is, is changing those rhythms and those habits, taking all that shit off and allowing myself time to do things I enjoyed. Headed out to a bar, I had a cocktail. I'm doing things that are healthy and some things that are unhealthy, but life is all about balance. It's not about eating broccoli for three meals a day and running five miles a day. It's about eating broccoli for three meals a day on Monday and running five miles. And then on Tuesday, having a cocktail with your friends and eating a piece of cherry pie and your exercise for the day is just your 10,000 steps that you got in for that day. It's all about balance and moderation. And so the cure to burnout is simply that. Make sure you're getting enough rest. Make sure you're getting enough food and enough nutrition. Make sure you're getting the things that your body needs and cut the stress out of your life because when you start to do that, this amazing thing starts to happen is you start to like see the problem and the things that are stressing you out and you start to feel relieved from those stresses. When you, Even if you can't, a lot of times you can't remove the stress from your life because the stressful shit, <coughs> excuse me, might be a fundamental part of the job that you do or the thing that you do for a living or your life and you, you can't cut that out but you can cut a lot of other stuff because I still have plenty of stressful days my job is stressful I'm, I'm running you know six seven eight businesses consulting on a half a dozen more launching new projects all the time you know life can be that's a very stressful existence to begin with but I cut all of that extra and I carved out a place for me and so it's been about six weeks of this and I got to be honest with you guys. I feel fucking great. I'm totally rejuvenated. I've been wanting to podcast for a few days and I've been wanting to get back in and start putting out the content again. I've been wanting to get back on the vlog. I've been wanting to get back to social media. I started posting again and promoting my book and all that kind of shit. I've been wanting to do this stuff and uh, it's just taken me. It took me six weeks to get back to a place where I wanted to. And there were some things in there 
that I realized I don't want to do. And these are things that just caught, cause added stress to my life and they're not necessary for me. So I have delegated, which is a hard thing for me. So something I struggle with is delegating, but I delegated out a lot of the stuff that like shouldn't be on my plate, isn't a part of anything that I even should be involved with at this part, at this, you know, juncture in my life. And I delegated it out to my staff and other people to handle a lot of this shit. And I made room so that as I go back in, here's the, here's the key, here's the final point to this. As you start to go back to quote unquote normal routine, you're not going back into these old habits that fucked you up in the first place. And you can start to like be better, you know, live a better life so that I can keep a couple of these new little pieces that I carved off for myself that bring me some, some sanity and some peace of mind. I'm able to keep that, um, as a part of my life. And I'm able to keep some of those habits. Now, look, binge watching Netflix is not something that's going to stay on my daily or weekly radar. And going out for cocktails is not going to be a part of my daily life. And eating sweets and unhealthy foods are not going to be a daily part of my life. None of these things are going to be habits. But some of them can stay in some capacity. I can certainly make time to keep some of that, you know, exercising with other people and not making it about the gym and making it disciplined. I've enjoyed exercise so much more over the last six weeks when it's been about spending time with family or friends. I rented a bike with my best friend and we biked around Manhattan. It was a great experience. I'm going on beautiful nature hikes with my children. Great experience. I'm, I'm living a different lifestyle and it took getting to a, a position of burning out again for me to get there. So there you go. That's my first podcast back. It's super long, but the cure to the burnout, to the overwhelmingness is cut that shit out of your life. Replace it with leisure activities or other things that you enjoy doing. They could even be work things, but hobbies, things that you enjoy doing. Make time for yourself. And most of all, be good to yourself. Make sure that you are eating healthy. I highly, 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 highly recommend guided meditation. If you don't know anything about it, just fucking Google search it and it'll come up on YouTube. Find one that's between 15 and 30 minutes long. That's a decent guided meditation program. And follow what the instructor tells you to do deep breathing, yoga, absolutely exercise and diet are a huge part of taking care of yourself and follow your natural rhythms. When you're tired, sleep, when you're hungry, eat, give your body what it's asking for, put the good stuff in and make time to feed your brain. Read a great book, binge watch some Netflix, spend spend time out with some loved ones, eat at a restaurant that you can't afford, do some things that are going to make you feel good and make you feel like there's value in being on this planet and in the life that you're living. And I promise you, and don't go back to the old things until you feel like doing them again. And and to be honest, if you don't ever feel like doing them again, don't do them again. Because remember, we're not cutting out fundamentals. We're not cutting out mandatories. You're not doing anything that's gonna affect you making a living or performing your duties. We're cutting all the other shit. Like you watch your neighbor's kid every Tuesday And it's not something you really have to do, but it stresses you out. Stop watching your neighbor's kid. You tell them that you've had something come up and you can't watch the kid for a little while and you'll let them know when you're available again. You have an errand that you run for somebody. It's that kind of shit. Cut the arbitrary bullshit out of your life and just get back to a place of feeling good. That's it. That's my time. I love you guys. Thanks for hanging in there. This will be episode 74 of this thing I call Daily Gold. And uh, I can't wait to give you guys 75 and 76 and so on and so forth, which are going to be coming your way uh, sooner than later. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, everybody. See ya.